as we begin another day of Fish with Friends. I have some advice for you. Meat cubes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to say credit where credit is due to Trader Joe's. Okay. So last night, in an effort to try and eat healthier, Alicia, my first wife, who is with us right now, as yeah. well as Barrett the dog, made meat cubes and rice for dinner. <laughs> they weren't meat cubes. <laughs> they were awesome. We got them at Trader Joe's. They were in the frozen uh, section. You should try these. Now, they, they don't, the meat cubes didn't come with the rice. Correct. Obviously, you have to make the rice separately. Yeah, the meat cubes came in a bag by themselves. Okay, it was barbecue chicken. It was not, they were not meat cubes. No, meat cubes. I think it was a, a, some form of a pork. Oh, sure. Was it really barbecue chicken? Yeah, it was like huh. dark meat chicken that had barbecue sauce on it that you heat up and away you go. Now, meat cubes and chicken. And, sure. I mean, sorry, meat cubes and rice. Yeah. Quite wonderful. Yeah, actually, it's pretty good. You know, it's way better than, like, ordering takeout or delivery or cheaper. something. Way cheaper. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about, my belly and I are both all about supporting local business. But meat cubes without yeah. the rice, what was that, four bucks? Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, well, I think it's four ninety nine for the bag. Okay, so four ninety nine for a sack of meat cubes. Yep. They give you a sauce to put with it. You throw it in there, make some rice. There was some healthy rice Alicia made. And we were off and running. Woo! It was a it was a meal. Yes, I Me mean frozen meal. Meal in a sack. When you eventually leave me, I will probably get <laughs> sacks, many sacks of meat cubes, <laughs> sure. and then some yep. instant rice. It'll be wonderful. So thank you for that delightful dinner of meat cubes. You're welcome. I do what I can in this marriage. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Actually, honest to God, they're a little. Sacks of uh, frozen meals are pretty good. So. Trader Joe's is legit. Yeah, you you. That's actually as we're looking for a home, Alicia and I, a new home. You always you always check how close to a stable, how close to wherever I may work, how close to a gym for me, how close to Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's is always a factor. They have brownie cubes there too. Oh, those are so good. The salted, uh, oh my gosh, the sea salt brownies. Yeah, they're cubes. Yum. Yeah, I think they're made with the same machine, pressing machine as the meat cubes. <laughs> That's how they save money. <laughs> yeah. That's how they can give you those uh, slightly in inflated uh, grocery store prices rather than uberly inflated. Exactly. There you go. So meat cubes at Trader Joe's. Uh, today on the show, great text question of the day. Rando text, though, that I am pretty sure is going to start a fight. Between oh, you great. and I. Yeah. Love fights. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, Russia, everything you need to know, Russia trying to destroy space, everything you need to know about what's going on in the world today with Fish with Friends, brought to you by Meat Cubes in a Sack. <laughs> Trader Joe's. <laughs> the text question of the day. Today's text question of the day is kind of a flashback to your childhood. I haven't done one of these in a while. I always like the childhood answers or reminiscing about when you were a youngster. Reminiscing. I believe it's reminiscing, but that's cool. Okay. I'm from Michigan. You're from Wisconsin. We'll figure it out. Sure. Okay. So, Alicia, what is the text question of the day? When someone says to you, what is your favorite childhood memory? What is the first thing that comes to mind? So, I fired this off at Alicia. You know, I always like to test them out on her. 
And uh, Alicia, when somebody says to you, what is your favorite childhood memory? What was the first thing that came to mind? My fifth birthday party. Yeah, your fifth birthday party. What was it? Might have been six. Fifth, five or six. One okay. of the two. Oh, but I just remember, okay, so um, I had this, this cake. It had horses on top of it, oh, God. which was super exciting. So horses. I clearly loved them since I was a little kid. Yeah. And I got this silver, like, tea set. Oh, wow. And I don't know why, but for some reason, that memory just pops in. Is it like, like a high-end one? No. Oh, no. It was like a little kid. It came in like this uh, plastic, like, pink wrap kind of around it. And it was a little silver tea set. Oh, my God. You could still see it. I can still actually tell you exactly what it looks like. And then we would... Uh, Actually, my mom threw killer birthday parties. So we had our my little group of friends over, and yeah. we were playing like a musical chairs with water balloons, and oh, you had to fun. like sit on them and pop them. And yeah, favorite childhood memory right there. First thing. Boom, right out of the gate. Today's text question of the day, you can always message uh, via that Jams app, 93.1 space JMZ in your app store. You could always, by the way, uh, message uh, post it on our social media. Again, the question is. When someone says to you, what is your favorite? childhood memory, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Mine's like a one-trick pony, man. It's like that Chris Craft when they put the paddle boat inside of Greenville, Michigan right there, our little cabin we had on Banks Lake. Yeah! Walked in, opened the door, there was that. That's that's a great one. Birthday parties, if you want to say that. What's a good birthday party memory you yep. had? That's a good one I had with the Cujo party and the pizza and the giant cake. Cujo party? Yeah, we watched the movie Cujo and it messed oh, me up. Oh, that scary one! Yeah, it kind of messed me up when it, because it was like, I was probably too soon to be watching that for good old sensitive ginger ninja yeah probably you know I, I remember the party they threw for me when i was six uh it wasn't a birthday party but it was because uh my mom had stopped breastfeeding me oh, and geez. the whole family was excited yeah so that was cool celebrating we, getting rid of the tat tat it was uh it was called one last tap <laughs> and uh, it's uh you're so gross it's true it's true I mean, it was like uh, you know and then boom normal milk it was epic uh alicia do you have other favorite childhood memories or is that like it for your childhood <laughs> that was the one memory that i have like the only good memory no yeah, i'm right. kidding actually a ton of them like uh we used to uh, just super cool stuff um so my cousins used to come over all the time like we had like the cool country house that had a ton of stuff to do yeah and uh so they used to come over and in the winter time we had like this huge hill so we used to take, we used to stack up the snow and make like these little bumps for oh, sledding. moguls. Yeah. And, yeah. And then we used to pour water on them so they'd freeze. Oh, that's healthy. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I almost died one time. One time? Well, actually several times. Uh, but we had them all set up and we had horses like in the back. So once you went down the hill, there was a horse fence lining it, right? If you didn't duck in your sled fast enough. Oh my God. <laughs> you would run straight into the fence. Oh, wow. Isn't that funny? We have no fear when we're kids, do we? No, none. Wow. I know. So you'd have to, and we would go flying over these, over these, like, uh, ice hills. Oh, my God. And it goes, and boom. And then, yeah. That was a very good story. Thanks. Wow, that was way better than my other favorite childhood memory. Text question of the day today. Again, message in, what is your favorite childhood memory? If somebody said that to you, what would it be? Yeah. First thing that comes to your head. Alicia almost died. That was the second thing. <laughs> Mine would be when I was in eighth grade. And I was at Camp Greenwood. Oh, geez. And uh, my fellow camper, camper, Crystal, and I. So my camp that I went to was like a four-minute walk to our little cottage. Yeah. So they always loved me because I'd always go sneak candy from my mom and stuff. She'd oh, yeah. bring back to the cabins. But Crystal and I went on a little walk. Oh, gee. Field across the street. 
at the, night. It was the first time you copped a feel. Is that what it is? It wasn't the first time I copped a feel. Ew! Yeah. You were such a purr from a young age. Was I, though? Or was I awesome? She said I was awesome. You know, if I didn't know you better, I would think that something really traumatic happened to you in your childhood to make you the way that you are. Well, you do know me better, and you know I had some traumatic things happen in my childhood, but I don't want to go there. I just want to know, I just want you to know that when I was at Camp Greenwood, I appreciated all my experiences I got to have, whether it be making out with a girl in a field or candy from my mom. It sounds weird. <laughs> Just that, a little weird. That's a yeah, lot. That was, that's, yeah, that no. was weird, but you know what I mean. I've got five little things that I'm going to share. <laughs> Sorry, Elvis is in my brain because of the movie. Wait, what movie? Oh, there's a biopic, like uh, the Freddie Mercury type stuff that they did. Ooh. Coming out next June, as in like ne- this of 22. But didn't they already do one with Elvis Presley, though? They're doing a straight up. Hey, looks, I saw the clip, the preview of it. They only show, like, his silhouette and stuff. It looks super cool. Oh, did they say who's playing him? No, I don't know. Oh, Better not be no. a documentary, though. I'm going to be so upset if it's a documentary. And that's not even one of the uh, facts that I want to share with you right now, my five little nugs. From Indonesia to space to Singapore to Shrek. Here we go. You ready? Ready. Indonesia experiences uh, more earthquakes than any country in the world. Huh. So Who if you do? have friends in California, maybe tell them that. Yeah. Nicolas Cage turned down the roles of Shrek, Shrek and Shrek, Neo in the Matrix, Harry and Dumb and Dumber, and Aragorn, Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. What? Aragorn. Probably all of those were the end of, you know, because his career kind of went. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those roles went to Mike Myers, Keanu Reeves, Jeff Daniels, and Viggo Mortensen. Wow. Yeah. yeah he made some mistakes with those ones. Yeah. Like, that was a huge mistake. Singapore Airlines has a special compartment in some of its planes to hold a body in case somebody dies. Oh, on the plane? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. There are only five states in America with no sales tax. Oregon, Delaware, New Hampshire, Montana, and Alaska. All right. Do you want to move to any of those five states? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. And finally, I find this fascinating. Uh, do you know why we shake hands? Uh, no, actually. So we actually shake hands, Alicia, to show that we're unarmed. Oh, yeah, I feel like I've heard this, but yeah. It was a sign of trust that you believed the other person wasn't going to take their sword out to fight you. Interesting. So if you're afraid someone's going to pull their sword out, yeah. careful when you shake their, just shake their hand. There you go. But we don't shake anymore, really, do we? Like, I, I've shook hands since COVID, but I'm always like, so are we... Are we doing this? Yeah, you kind of do like that awkward body movement and they're like, oh yeah, you know, and then they put their hand out and then you're like, oh, we're good. It's kind of like when you're uh, dating somebody and like you've kissed, but like. Like, do you kiss all the time like, now? Or she's you like, still... hey, do you want to come up for a, a nightcap? And you're like, so so we're doing this. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna touch hands now. Yeah. That's how sad it is. Yeah, but sometimes you can come up for a nightcap and not touch hands. Oh, we're always touching hands if I'm getting a drink upstairs. Oh, okay. We shake hands while... Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But back in the day, mm-hmm. Ginger Ninja. We shake hands to show we're unarmed. It's a sign of trust that you believe the other person wasn't going to take their sword out to fight you. And now your knowledge has been dropped. Bam. Knowledge drop. Bloop, bloop. I think if you really defined me, I would be I would be defined as what was uh, be called uh, not, you know, like you might, you're kind of a daddy's girl. Yeah, for sure. I'm a mama's boy. Oh, definitely. Without a shadow of a doubt. So whenever I see things about moms and stuff, I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I should share that. 
So I have some little nugs right now about moms for you. And if you're blonde, you might want to make sure you're listening to this. Because <laughs> uh, if you're a blonde mom, you're out of style. What? Yeah, yeah, blondes can never be out of style. Oh, hold on there here, mama. I'll tell you here in just a sec. Here's an awesome, awesome, awesome audio clip of a mom uh, who's super excited because her son passed the bar. Some backstory for you. His name's Ryan. He's from Tampa. He lost his sister last year. Saddened by the tragedy, he would go on to fail the bar. Took it again, like for the law. Took it again recently. And and as he looks at the passing grade online, his mother, Meta, her her name is Meta Petty. I'm not joking. (laughs) That's awesome. She's looking over his shoulder. Is it too much? I mean, it is, this is a little dramatic, but. Oh. We meant this so much. We meant this so much, God. See, I don't think he's a mama's boy. <laughs> yeah, then he goes on to say thank you for everything and all that. Where uh, conversely in Minneapolis just last Friday, this mom starts an epic rant that delays the start of a play by 30 minutes. Oh, geez. Get out of my country! Boo! You ruined my night. Yours is going to suck. What? They're all mocking Shakespeare while watching English play in the round. Uh, she screams Macbeth a bunch. That's why you stand here. They're mocking Shakespearean drama while they watch an English play in the round. Losers. Losers. Took 30 minutes to get rid of her security. Uh, eventually uh, didn't want to touch her, so they had to call the cops. It was, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Yet. I know. I know. I know. It's it's okay. So, do you want the blonde thing or do you want a cute story to wrap this up? I, I've got both. Oh, oh, oh! Do the cute story first, but then I want to hear the blonde thing. All right. Here's a cute story. It's been six years since a grandma accidentally texted a man about Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. The guy proceeds to show up six years ago. Now, for the sixth time, they're getting together, even though at the time they were complete strangers. Oh. Here's Wanda and Jamal talking about the fun they've had keeping like, this little accident alive for six years. He sends me a picture back and says, you're not my grandma, uh, but can I still have a plate? I never met her or introduced myself before or ever even seen her before, and she welcomed me into her house, so that shows me how great of a person she is. Yeah, isn't that a great story? Six years they've been doing it. Funny part is, so I actually followed that story every, uh, I just saw that on Instagram today, actually. But every single year I follow that story because I do love it. And they actually show the screenshot of her. Like, it's it's actually really adorable. Very, very cute. Good looking grandma, too. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Uh, she's one of them uh, grandmas I'd like to be friends with. Yeah, sure. Uh, grandma I'd like to be a friends with. A gil Grandma, I like friends. There you go. Okay, finally, are you ready, Alicia? Bad news for your blonde hair. So, according to Gen Z, which is, you're a millennial. Yeah. Gen Z's before you. Yep. After me, right? No. Gen Z's before you. Like they're older than me? Younger. Yeah, so they're after me. Like, they were born after me. Oh, yeah, I meant age yeah. before you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I said that. Uh, what was that? Sorry, you were right. I was wrong. Okay. Gen Z wants you to know that they think blonde hair is lame now. So you're lame. Oh, they can suck it. Wow. 
apparently, uh, like Haley Bieber. Oh, okay. People yeah, I'm like taking advice from Haley Bieber. Changing hair right there. Uh, all the, all the good ones now are saying, got to change that hair. Get off that blonde. So if you're a blonde mama, okay. It's about time to be a quote unquote expensive brunette. No, 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 no. This is all wrong. What do you mean? You know, because hair is one of those things. And as a former hair designer of 12 years. Yeah. 12 years. Former because she kept dyeing everybody's hair blonde. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You cannot choose hair color just because you want it. There's certain things that go along with skin tone. People look better in different colors. You can't, like, there's a reason why people, yes, some people shouldn't have blonde hair. Yeah. But other people make, they look the best as a blonde, much like some people look the best as a brunette. If you weren't so lame, I totally would be absorbing what you were saying. But according to Gen Z, you're lame. So, yeah. If there was something near me that I could throw at you, I would right now. There is, but it's a giant sword. And that would be awkward. What the hell was that? I don't know. I, I, this isn't like, I don't mind women having the main role in a movie or anything, okay? Yeah. So I want you to understand that. Okay. But when the Ghostbusters with Melissa McCarthy and stuff came out, I just wasn't pumped. I get it. I get it. I wasn't excited. But have you seen the movie trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie coming out with Paul Rudd, People's Sexiest Man Alive, which coincidentally, usually somebody who has a movie coming out thinks that. Yeah. Winky dink. But he did deserve it. Sure. Have you seen the trailer for that movie? I have not. Oh, my God. Seriously? Seriously. It is so good. Okay. It is ridiculously good. And they're bringing back some of the key people, which is uber important, like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So, you know, the, you remember the movie Ghostbusters, the original? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the uh, nerdy guy with glasses in it? Yes. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's writer, director, Ivan Reitman. He yeah. is actually passed. Okay. Aww. Yeah. So he, uh, now don't worry, I'm going to make you happier here in a sec. So he passed, but his son actually wrote this movie and is directing this movie. Ernie, Ernie Hutchins actually uh, isn't in the clip that I have, but here, take a listen. This is Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray talking about the whole new Ghostbusters movie. I know people have been trying to get you guys together to reunite for a long time. Why now? Jason Reitman wrote a great script, so full of heart, and going right back to the first two movies and its DNA and its heart and soul. And we just read it and thought, you know, this is this is the right time, and uh, and this is the right way to do it. Jason is the son of the original director Ivan Reitman, and Jason's made some great movies on his own, and he had his own take on because he grew up as a child of the Ghostbusters, sort of in a way. He um he had something he thought would work as a good story, and we all agreed that it, he he got right. it. Now that movie Ghostbusters comes out this week. And it's actually got uh, the kid from Stranger Things in it as well, who's a, a very good actor. Now, it's about, like, Grandpa dies and Grandpa is... Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Harold, yes. or whatever the guy's name, not Harold Ramis, but the guy with the glasses. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal-looking movie. And High C is actually super excited because they're bringing something back. What are they bringing back? Did you ever drink High C as I a did. Kid? I definitely drank it as a kid. Do you remember Acto Cooler? No. That was a Ghostbusters thing. Here's the old commercial. This summer, coming to a supermarket near you, there's going to be a great new high season. Don't you love old commercials? I do. And what are we going to call it? Ecto Yeah, so here's the deal. Acto Cooler, if you want to get your hands on it, that's one of the reasons I wanted to even talk about the Ghostbusters thing today. If you want to get your hands on it, uh, you, you can't buy it. You have to win it by hounding them on Twitter. 
Oh. Yeah. Like you just tweet at them? Yeah, tweet at them. Yeah, you just- Like kinda, a bunch? Oh uh, Yeah, just start bugging them. Gimme, 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 gimme. They want a lot of people to know that it's coming back in high school. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Some attention. Yeah. Because I see the one with the big guy that came. No, that was Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking. No, Heisey was the one. They had. I feel like they had yellow packaging or something, but I can actually picture their logo. And I know there was Tang. I, oh, yeah. I was like, but that was a space drink. Everybody's yeah. trying to bring all that stuff back. Ghostbusters again starts this weekend, but go find them on Twitter. And if you get some, please send me some. I want to try it. Acto Cooler, because I'm going to try and get it. Acto Cooler from High C. Today, for the text question of the day, we're going to take you back to your unique and hopefully positive childhood. I think even if everything was negative, hopefully when you're asked this question, something springs into the mind of your head. Something springs into the mind of your head. Yeah, it's in your head. It's your oh mind. Oh my gosh, your brain sometimes. Today's next question of the day is when someone says to you, what is your favorite childhood memory? Favorite one. Favorite one. Favorite one. What is the first thing that comes to mind? Alicia remembered a fifth or sixth birthday party. I remembered uh, Camp Greenwood and mm-hmm. Crystal and the paddle boat. Of course. There's some really good ones, Call, though. Did you say of course? I said of course. I thought you called or something. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Okay, so. Oh my God. Again, the text question of the day, Alicia. When someone says to you, what is your favorite childhood memory? What is the first thing that comes to mind? And so many of these I love because it actually does remind me of my childhood as well. Okay. Uh, Don said, playing outside when you woke up in the morning until sunset. Rain, snow. We love the outdoors. That's like, true. So true. Oh, hamburger. I'm like, yeah, because the streetlights would come on. It's like, okay, everyone has to go home now. You didn't have streetlights, did you? Well, sometimes when I would play with my friends in town, and oh. that was kind of like when I actually got to go to town, it was a big deal. Alicia grew up on five acres, so. Yeah, yeah. We grew up on the country. My parents, yeah, we didn't go into town very often. They're kind of hermits. Your anyway, parents, yeah. moving yeah. on. Yeah. All of the things my dad and I built together, I'm like, that's really cool. That's a great memory from your childhood. I'm sure my uncle's answer would be that he and my grandpa built this beautiful life-like train set. Yeah. Like village and mountains and everything. Phil still has it. It's See? in the basement, but it's not set up or anything. Yeah, but still. And then he passed it down and then Ian gets it. This one I thought was super cute. Going for beers, in quotations, with my grandpa at A&W or Pete's Coney. Oh, how fun would that be? For the text question of the day today, we're asking you basically, if somebody asks you that question, what's the number one thing, like the most exciting thing that puts a smile on your face that you remember from Yay! your childhood? Favorite childhood memory here, guys. So, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20. They had the first concert thing. Reminded me yeah. of you as far as that goes. Uncle Phil, Men at Work in Excess. Uh, grandma's Butterscotch Candies. Like, don't you remember, like, actually baking? Like, I used to bake with my grandma sometimes, and she used to make this. We, we're Norwegian. Yeah. And there was, like, these, like, creme caca, which I know is probably not the right word. Okay. Uh, but it was, like, these cookies. Like, they were cookie crackers. And Did they look like poo or something? No. Like, it oh. was, I don't know. I have a hard time explaining it. My but. grandma always used to hide candies, like, in her brassiere. It was weird. <laughs> and then she'd make you go find them. Yeah, British. <laughs> Different people. Like, I think of like go fish, but then I think of go. Yeah. Never mind. It's like fish. Come here. You want a, a scotch from Granny? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. What was weird is when there wasn't one in there. Yeah. And I'd be looking and looking for like ten minutes. Wow. I don't know how to help you. Maybe wife number two will be better. Uh, You should marry a therapist. (laughs) That's probably. Probably. I'm sure I could screw one of those up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're talking. Talking about the text question of the day. Do you have a favorite? Okay, here's my favorite one. So, and I'm sure you did this too, but they actually said sneaking out at night. So her bedroom yeah. window was a small window over the garage and there was a tree Naughty. up against the house to climb down. Nice. 
I know. So that's just, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like that is another, like, because you're looking for like your independence when you're a kid. And I let Tanya Sherman sleep over at our house when my parents were out of town. They always trusted me. Uh-huh. So I was like a senior and they were gone. And Mike Opdyke and Tanya Sherman came over and she slept over. So we made out on my waterbed. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I know, I know, right? Uh, but did you ever really sneak out when you were younger? No, but my brother did. And oh, this Aaron? is a oh, funny story oh, if I'm we sure. have a second. Are we talking about Aaron? Yeah. We always have time for a good naughty story. Okay, well, it's not a naughty story, but okay, so my, it, it, this, it, this is kind of weird actually. So my first boyfriend, first love of my life, if you will, was Darren. Yeah. And he was a few years older than I was. My brother is a few years older than I am. All so right. they were actually kind of friends. So they used to. So apparently Darren would drop me off for my date, like drop me off back home. Like so you could check in with the parents or something? Yeah, like after a day, I'd go to bed and he'd actually text Aaron and be like, hey, dude, like you want to go for a ride with me? And he'd be like, all right. So they'd sneak out and totally smoke the weed. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. That's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, so- I mean, you know, it's a not a smart thing to do probably while you're, you know. But still, how, yeah. old, how old was he at that point? Oh, gosh. I bet you Aaron was. He was 18, I think, at that time. Uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You're just chilling. So Aaron was, like, probably waiting for you to get home so we yeah. could go smoke like, weed. Oh, Lisa's home. I'm heading out. Yeah, right. <laughs> He'd sneak out of the upstairs. Oh, you really? Know? Yeah. How would he get out up there? You guys had a pretty flat. Well, if you actually look at it, like, there was that little corridor area. Oh, yeah. Where you, you could roll down the roof. around, yeah. That's badass. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys, thanks for your answers for the text question of the day. The one thing I love about the internet that you can find about anything anywhere, Alicia. Uh-huh. So they buy, I, look, I was looking at Shipped, Shipped's website. Yeah, the one, the delivery, food delivery service. Yeah, they pulled a bunch of people, like things that you might forget. Thanksgiving's most forgotten list, right? Oh, yes, there's always something. Okay, so let's see if you remember all these. Uh, cranberries or cranberry sauce yep. was number one, actually. Spices like thyme or rosemary. Thyme. Uh, I believe it's thyme. No, I'm pretty sure it's thyme. Uh, no, thyme is a T-H-I-M-E. Nope. Nope, that's thyme. Actually, nope. thyme is T-I-M-E. I, I don't know why you let me spell thyme on it. <laughs> so I, what was I talking about? I was talking the about... The most forgotten uh, Thanksgiving yeah, ingredients. like rosemary and thyme. Yeah, no. Okay, napkins, drinks, pumpkin pie, spices, pie crust, potatoes. Do you remember all these? Oh, yeah. Plates, decorations for the tables, and candles. What? Yeah. Uh, They also looked at the top things people bought last minute in 2019, 2020. Pie crusts also made the list. Rolls, cream cheese, fried onions, and butter. Yep. Butter. All right, now, over the holidays, how much weight do you think the average person will gain eight pounds over the house. Well, that's an interesting guess. Why would, why would you eight say Eight pounds. That? Actually, the average person gains exactly eight pounds. Yes! <laughs> I can't believe you got that. Over the holidays, that's uh, up seven, up from seven pounds last year when the same survey was done. 90% of people say they mostly try to enjoy the holidays and not worry too much about what they eat. Well, yeah, that's what you have New Year's for. You're yeah, like, oh, got to get back on track. I don't know. We were doing that cleanse we did, then we totally tanked it. Yeah, we did. And then now not I'm totally. like, well, I mean, we might have lost a little bit. I'm afraid to go back on the scale. I think it might be back. Yeah. Guess what's back? Back again. Belly fat 
It's a thing. Yeah, no, it's not my friend. Guess what's bad? Guess what's bad? No, no, okay. no. You're, you made it weird. Sixty-five percent of people think they deserve to treat themselves this year. Do you deserve to treat yourself this year? How do you convince yourself that you yeah, don't? Yeah, like I don't. Well, I don't understand them using the word like I deserve this. Yeah, like forty-eight percent of people have eaten so much at once they had to undo a button or loosen a belt. I have eaten so much. Did you ever eat so much that you get the food sweats like after? Only once with you, that, oh that Italian place, downtown Madison. <laughs> you're yeah. laying in bed. You're like, I'm going to die. It was horrific. And it was like the best food ever too yeah. up until that point. Yep. I hated that. Have you have you done it more than that one time? No, that was that was the oh, only yeah. one I can think of. Uh, 39% of people this holiday season will eat the, until they feel sick. 39% have also deliberately worn Stretchy pants. Oh, well, that's obvious. Like, you wear leggings My for family, Thanksgiving. My family, we always went out to a nice restaurant. We always go to the OCB, you know, for Thanksgiving. Did you really? The Old Country Buffet, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, uh, now, like, it's uh, Thanksgiving's at our house. I'm wearing, I'm wearing stretchy pants. Comfy pants. <laughs> You're always like, why don't you dress up? Oh, my goodness. Well, if I could get you out of a pair of, like, what do you even call those? Are those, like, windbreakers? No, these are windbreakers. <laughs> okay. They're sweatpants for sexy men. No, those are not sweatpants. They are. No, they're, they're I'm pretty sure pants. those are considered, like, swishy pants, like the windbreakers. These were tight on me a week ago. No, they weren't. No, they, these, are, <laughs> these are 7X running pants. <laughs> I love them. You leave them alone. Hello, my friends. It is time for us to do something we call Verando Texto. All right, straight up, I took a little sneaky peek at what some of the members of the Click of Six said via the 93.1 Jams app, because we get messages that way. It's a free app. We're out in the afternoons from 3 to 7 Central, 4 to 8 Eastern. And I looked at social media. I might be on an island a little bit here. I skimmed it, though, so I didn't see okay. everything. Today's rando texto is going to be interestingo. Here we go. This one upsets me. I don't like it. Why do you well, why didn't you like Okay, we'll find out. Okay. So here's what she's saying. I'm sure you guys have heard this a million times. Love reading these. Never thought I would write in. So sister with a brain says, my husband and I have been married three years, and I think I made a huge mistake. Huge. Huge. Here's the backstory. We've been together for three years and got married because we were pregnant. We ended up losing the baby while I was pregnant Sorry. a little over two years ago. Feel bad about that one. Sorry. Absolutely. But we stayed together. But we could not be more opposite. I'm not talking about little things like TV shows and sports. I'm talking big things like family views. He decided he wants kids. I've decided I don't want them anymore. She's not ready. She needs a break. Give her some time. Exactly. His family is Catholic. Mine isn't really religious. Frankly, after living with him for just six months, I realized I wasn't even that attracted to him in the first place. That's scary. So here's the question. Counseling didn't work. Time hasn't worked. And neither has separate bedrooms. Last night, he asked me to try one last thing for the next three months. Last-ditch effort. And if it didn't work, we should probably get a divorce. Guess what it was? Uh, well, I mean, I read it, so I, I know. Go ahead. He wants us to be able to see other people but still stay married. Calm down. Okay, so. <laughs> should I give it a shot? If one of us doesn't like it in the next few months, at least I'm already dating. What do you guys think? No, I. here's the thing. When it comes to love, uh -huh. relationships are different. And by doing this gig as many years as your boy, the Ginger Ninja, has been okay. doing it, Sammy Swingers and Anti-Swingers or whatever, I've seen a wide variety of peeps, right? Yeah. You got to give this guy credit for trying to give it one last go. And what's her what? point? What's the point again? 
at the end that she says. Well, her point was, well, at least I'll already be dating. Yeah. She's priming the engine. How do you explain, like, oh, I mean, I'm sure you'll find plenty of people to date who are totally okay with that. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think of how this conversation goes, like, hey, by the way, like, my husband and I aren't really happy, you know, but we're decided we're going to stay together and, like, date other people. Like, do you want to date me? Like, I'm like, right? Yeah, I know. You're right. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a lot of baggage going on. What is the click of six saying? Am I on an island by myself? Again, a member of the click of six sent us this rando text, though. Got married, got pregnant, got married, obviously because she was pregnant. You could tell by, based on what's going right. on in the time frames. Loses the kid. So sorry again about that. And then realizes, oh, crap, made a mistake. They go to, they, didn't she say they went to counseling? Yeah, they went to counseling already. Tried so, that. And that was, and it wasn't even so, she did allow like another two years yeah. after losing the baby to really try and make this work. So I'm like, yeah. that's a good amount of time. Now, maybe she really doesn't want kids. Just like, maybe she just decided, I don't want kids. A lot of people are doing that now. I don't think it necessarily is a positive fact that she lost the baby and that's why she doesn't want kids, right? Yeah, now, husband's like, hey, let's give this one last ditch effort. We clearly like each other as people, but we're not into each other intimately. Let's start hooking up with other people. I, I think it's a, I think it's a, the guy deserves some credit. But what is the click of six saying? Okay, so Kathy says, okay, I did basically the same thing. Pregnant, got married, had the baby. Though, sorry for your loss. I hated him within three months after the marriage. Huge mistake. You're not alone. You Tried go. it for two years, but cut the loss. Never look back. Time for you to do the same. So she's like, hey, been there, done that, got divorced, best decision ever. Try the swinging. Keep oh, going. Whatever. Katie what says, divorce is not the end of the world. I wish more people would realize that and stop being miserable. It's okay to admit you made a mistake and move on. All right. So most people are like, don't give this guy a chance, even though he's trying really hard, but keep going. I think, you know, there's some other interesting ones where somebody actually says like, hey, like, it sounds like he wants to have his cake and eat it too. Really? Like it's like he wants to see Mary, but then he also wants to kind of see other people. Like or they uh, just don't get along intimately, and he's like, "Hey, we get along." I mean, Alicia, look at it this way: like with you and I. I mean, unfortunately, you get this. Obviously, if I wasn't all this <laughs> mushy goodness, no, I know, right? I, I'd be like, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. He's like, "Hey, let's open this marriage up. Maybe that's all that we're missing." I think I think it's a ridiculously good idea. Well, Claire has an interesting thought. She's like, she says, I am all for poly relationships. There you go. But there is no amount of seeing other people that is going to change the fundamental differences in what you two are looking for. In I am a I am a uh, a balloon animal aficionado. No, I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> I am I am a very uh, randy person. The British yes. would say. Yeah. You are not as randy as I. I don't think most people are as randy yeah. as you. So my point is, in this situation, I'd be like, well, I'm fulfilling what you need when you need it. Let me go fulfill what I need when I need it because <gasps> you're my best friend and everything else is good. Boo! But see, everything that you just made my point, not everything else is good. Sure everything is. else is bad. I mean, you're just not as Hornet of a person as I. Well, I'm not talking about us. I'm oh. talking about. So my <laughs> idea was a good couple. idea. No, it's a terrible idea. Oh. All right, wrap it up. Okay, they pretty much say cut the ties, move on, be done. Like why what? stay married at this point? Like it is completely pointless. Ninety-nine percent of people basically are saying get to step. Yeah, in. Amy's like, OMG, just get divorced already. Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay. Well, the click six is spoken, even though they're all wrong. Oh, whatever. Side with them. They've had better life experiences. Thanks for your help, guys, with today's 
rando taxto. You remember earlier in the show, Alicia, I was like sharing unique moms with you and whatnot? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to uh, share a very special mom uh, moment that somebody had with their mother that you're going to laugh. Guarantee. I guarantee you, you're going to laugh at it in just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to talk about something that could be a potential future text question of the day Mm -hmm. and ask you a question. Okay. That's going to remind you of jobs that you've had. Oh, I know that you're self-employed in a lot of your career. Yes. Hairstylist, buy salon, build salon, realtor. Yes. Self-employed. But one in five people polled said they have made a mistake at work that could have gotten them fired. Only 11% of those people got in trouble. 48% said their boss let it slide. 41% did get in trouble because nobody found out. (laughs) Oh, geez. So my question for you right now is, is there a mistake you have made in your professional career that you think could have gotten you fired? Ooh. Um... While you're thinking about it, I'll tell you a story about me and Disney World. Okay. When I worked at Epcot under the Disney program where I got my doctorate, I just don't like to brag about it, but yeah. you know, I do have a doctorate. When I worked at Epcot, one of the things that I did was uh, there was a guy came off break and the person I was replacing, and I was in charge of the sodas. Okay. At this point. For this day. Okay. Like that's how many they sell. There's somebody separate that just fills soda. That's crazy. Seven hours. Yeah. It's insane. Anyway, uh, I go up to this guy and this I, I go up and I'm delivering sodas and I just got off break and this guy starts yelling at me, Where's my diet coke? I want my diet coke. Yeah. And you have to and you can't you have to take it. You have to take it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, sir, sorry, I just got off break. Hold on, let me get it for you. He's like, Come on, man. I've been waiting here for 15 minutes for my stupid diet coke. I'm like, dude, I just got here. Hold on. Yeah, exactly. Like, give me a moment. Like, you know, it seems like they could find people that could do the job right. Like, come on. And I look at him and I go, sir, here is your Diet Coke. And I hope that you, specifically you, have a wonderful Disney day. (laughs) And I'm pretty positive he's going to complain and I'm going to get fired and all that stuff. And I went and told my boss and my boss laughed. Yeah, but what is he going to say? That, like, he told me to have a great day. Bingo. I hope that you don't suck as a human. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what my philosophy was. Easily something that could have got me fired. Hooking up with my boss's stepdaughter in the movie projector room could have been one as well. Oh, my gosh. But he kind of wanted me to date her. So other than that, Alicia, can you think of something that could have gotten you fired? Uh, You know, I have to say, like, I am... It, it, terrible as it sounds, like, I'm pretty straight-laced. Like, I get scared about doing things that I'm not supposed to do. True. So I tend to not do them, Yeah, there's a lot will. of things I'd like that you like for you to try sometimes, and then you get nervous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yes, uh, weird. But anyways, moving on. But I actually did get fired and rehired. Does that count, like, as, like, yeah, a... Yeah. Okay, so I was working at Pizza Hut. It was my first, or my second job. I was, like, 16 years old. My brother worked there as well. Um... And I just remember, like, for some reason, there was two managers, but they were, like, married. And then Jeff was the higher up, like, the general manager, whereas they were the shift managers. And I remember, like, the chick didn't really like me. Of course, you're 16, and you're kind of slack just a little bit, but you're a 16-year-old with a job. Yeah. And uh, I always wrote down my schedule, because back in that time, you know, they didn't use computers for that, and it was all handwritten. Yeah. So um, knowing she didn't like me... I wrote down my schedule. Uh, they had actually erased my 
added my name in for a shift and like erased like a different shift. Oh, wow. So they tricked you to get rid of you. No. So they made it look like I didn't show up for work. Yep. yep. And so I was fired. And I went to Jeff, the higher up in the company, and I said, this isn't true. Like, this is the shift that I had written down. Jeff was cool. He was in his 40s at the time. Okay, yeah. No, he was not that type of guy. Not Not a creeper, good. No, but anyways, well, and I was kind of dating another manager. So I wonder if that kind of tied into it. Yeah, that probably helped a little bit. No, but what I went to him and I'm like, I was fired unfairly. Like, I didn't show up for a shift. Like, this is not how it worked. And he actually ended up hiring me back. Oh, wow. So, and like, you can see my name was erased. Like, and you can see where, like, it was added in over here and he pulled it out. And I he was like, have huh. proof. Yeah. Now, I've, so then you got hired back and you yeah. didn't lose your job. I almost got fired when I moved to Wisconsin doing radio with Connie and Fish and I made fun of Brett Favre and listeners complained. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't do and that. And that was obviously when Brett Favre was with the Packers and my yeah. boss set me aside, like the general manager set me aside and he's like, Fish, if you ever do that, you're done. Yeah. The contract is over. You're done. You're never going to work here again. Did you see this Brett Favre clause? Yeah, I know. The Brett Favre clause will always get you. Okay, as promised, are you ready? I'm ready. This is somebody's mom taking her first shot ever of tequila. What are you going to do with that? What's in there? <laughs> the shot is tequila that I'm doing with my umbrella. <laughs> By the way, she's 65. Christmas wedding. I'm supposed to chew on this after I drink this. Correct. You don't need the salt. Happy everybody. Thank you for coming to my wedding. What do you think? I gotta puke. Oh my god, Ron. Get away from me. Oh my god. And how is that the cutest thing ever? Don't you remember, like, your first shot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, three. Well, I remember my old fraternity shots that we had to do. They were gross shots for yeah. seniors. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. It was horrific. Like a hodgepodge of, like, just everything. It's like, bro. Yep. And like, that, that, yep. that's your, what were you, like, 17 when you did yours? Working at Pizza Hut? No, I was with up with Rachel. Uh, I didn't drink boyfriend. when I was in high school. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So you and Rachel went out? Yeah, we went out. And, uh, well... This was not my first shot, but I can remember doing like the three wise men shot. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It literally like it went down and it came back up. And yep. We were at Brothers in Madison and it was sitting in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, everyone is looking at me. I am not puking. So guess what I did? Swallowed. I swallowed it again. Good. For- oh, <laughs> gross. Ugh. Alicia, I have a working theory that I've been waiting to talk about for a long, long time. Ever since Elon Musk and Bezos started sending their penis-shaped rockets into space. Yeah. Okay, I think in the future, wars could happen because of things that happen in space. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, now, Russia did something... uh, Well, did, did Did you and I ever see the movie Gravity? No, it seemed a little slow to me. Oh, that was my head, dude. Okay, sorry. That's okay. There's not much up there, so. What? Uh, in the movie Gravity, this is actually really familiar. It's very, uh, what Russia did. They blew up a satellite. Oh, gee, is. Okay, but they, uh, the debris is uh, threatening the, cur- currently is threatening the space station. I'll tell you more about it, but it's kind of like the movie Gravity. Houston update. Well, we have a full-on chain reaction. It's been confirmed that it's the unintentional side effect of the Russians striking one of their own satellites. They shut down their own satellite. Right at disposal. Most likely a spy sat gone bad. Now it's shrapnel. Explorer, new data coming through. What's the blowback, Houston? It's not good. Most of our systems are gone. 
debris chain reaction is out of control and rapidly expanding. You getting the gist of it right there? Yeah. So basically, Russia blew up one of its own satellites. Satellites. Yeah. They that were was like, going everywhere. They were like, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. Let's blow up a satellite. Huh. Okay. That's actually audio from the people. Yeah. It, so, it sounded, yeah, it yeah. Was, definitely was not it was, you. It was totally not me. So, ba- so essentially what happened was Russia, okay, uh, they had the, the so yesterday, uh, debris is threatening the space station because Russia, blow, Russia blows up a satellite with a missile. All seven astronauts are in trouble that are on board. The, uh, that includes four Americans, one German, and two Russian cosmonauts. They had to rush to their escape pods yesterday morning just in case the station got hit. Even a tiny piece of debris can yeah. be devastating. Because everything up there is moving so fast. Up right? 17,000 miles an hour. Oh, my gosh. That's 10 times faster than a bullet. Wow. Yeah. At least 1,500 pieces of debris large enough to be tracked are now circling the Earth. Could come back around. Okay, so, okay. The real-life astronauts should be okay. The station can adjust its orbit a little bit when necessary. And the crew left their escape pods after they passed the debris field for a third time. About two hours after it started. How scary would that be? Oh, my gosh. No, thank you. Not the first time Russia's done this, by the way. They tested similar missile in December of last year. It didn't hit anything. The U.S. and other countries are now criticizing them, calling them outrageous and irresponsible. Well, it does seem very irresponsible. Like, why did they shoot it? I don't know. Like, some type of malfunction, and it wasn't... Testing for the space wars of future. Could be. Evil American Jeff Bezos will dominate space with crazy Elon the Musk. We must get that frost. What was that? Like it British? Was like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. I yeah, I don't know why. Like, must what get that frost. Get me to the chopper. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was more American. of an Arnold. <laughs> yeah, than a Russian. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't do accents. Oh, must get the frost. Okay. This is one of those uh, special bonus breaks that we're going to do for the uh, podcast. The podcast, the whole show was cut up, placed every afternoon on 93.1 Jams. You can hear that there with the Jams music. Friends with Benefits in the Jams app. You can listen to it anywhere in the world. 93.1 Space J-A-M-Z in the App Store. But the podcast currently, and we're still tweaking it out, is just go to Connie and Fish or the SoundCloud. But do me a solid if you can and share it on all the socials, all your social media. I've got a couple things that I've been dying to talk to you about, Alicia. And I want to talk to you about Joe Rogan. Okay. You know, Joe, the Joe Rogan experience is one of the premier podcasts. Right, right. Okay, so you know who I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. so Joe Rogan apparently is extremely flexible. Okay, gotta love a flexible man. On this past episode of the Joe Rogan Experience, he said, and I quote, and I know you haven't heard this because you would have uh, definitely talked to me about uh-huh. it. And I quote, I've never done it, but I have put my face, ar- I have put my thing around my face just to know I could do it. I can flatten my body out, and if you bend your head, and go fully flat, where do you think your face is? Oh, no. He said when he made this discovery, he was shaving his body. He licked his own butthole. Sorry, booty. Yeah, he could touch his butthole or his wiener with his mouth. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Ew. So the question is, the question is, if you could, he said he did it when he was shaving his butt, so he literally bent down so he could see it. Yeah. The question is, I can, I mean, I can, I can barely bend over my neck, let alone my body. Uh, the question is, if you could do that, yeah, 
would you at least try it once? You know, if I could do that, I would have zero need for a man in my life. Yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> Hamburger. Except for someone to bring you coffee, right? So all you need is a really good quality yeah. servant. You know, I think curiosity would... <sighs> it's tough, isn't it? Like, I, I really feel because I think just human nature, we're very, very curious. Yeah. So I think if anyone would tell you they would never do it is a liar. Yeah. Can you imagine if you came home and I was like... I just had to see if I could do it, and I was slapping my face with it. Yeah, but does then that make you... like? There, my brain just goes like so many different ways. Like, if you want to kiss your own pee-pee... Yeah, you does know, that make me gay? Yeah, you know, like... Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know how that actually works. I'm like, I, or, I, I don't want to kiss anyone else. Like, do you want to give yourself a, a, a blowy? Like, do you want to come to fruition in your mouth? Like, that sounds gross. <laughs> I think so, anyone that says come to fruition in your mouth. See, I told you, I told Elise you were gonna be doing this little bonus break, and I knew she'd love it. I knew you'd love this. Well, it's just weird. Yeah, I mean, so what you're saying is you would do it. I mean, you know, I think I would have to, like, I think at some point, I, I want to say no, I wouldn't. Here's the question. Here's the point. Just you can find out if you can put your mouth down there. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. But like, I'd I mean, be curious at how flexible. Yeah. Yourself other ways. So. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's the mouth on men. the, you know, hoo-ha yeah. is kind of what, you know, like, Aah. See, that's like, for me, I'm like, I don't have the desire to do that, but I for sure would like headbutting. <laughs> like, but not like hard. Yeah, so obviously. I mean, that's not going to get me going, but I would yeah. just, just, just to say, you know, like, I could touch what? my head to there. Joe Rogan again. Both of your could, heads could touch. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Head high five. Yeah, bam. But I, I as a woman, I... I I'd almost bet money that most 99% of women would do that. Yeah, I would I I'd agree with that. I wish we could talk more about this interactively Yeah. without me getting in trouble. Yeah, but, but you're totally would get in trouble yeah, for that. Yeah, that's why so. it's just on the podcast. So you're a yes, too. I wouldn't go down on myself, no. Oh. You were a you yes, You wouldn't even though. try it? No, I would you just You don't think curiosity... It. I'd headbutt it. That's it. Thunk. You wouldn't do like a... Like just no. like a little like... You would, though, because you said you would do it, too. And I said, no, I said I wouldn't do it, but you said you would do it. Did so I? you would just do a nah, 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 uh, or whatever that noise was. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, give yourself a Zerbert on your vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, there's your bonus break. That was worth it, right? So, Alicia, you and I are not blessed enough to have children. I almost said that sarcastically, but I mean, we just don't have kids. Yeah, we don't. So uh, we we have not, I don't think we'll ever have to really deal with this issue with Barrett the dog, which is <laughs> okay. allowance, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you get an allowance when you were a kid? Nope. Nothing? My parents didn't believe in allowances. Do you believe in allowances? I mean, no, not based off of that. Like, I think allowances are you just pitch in and help because you're a member of the family and your sure. parents, like, pay for everything for you. See, I got an allowance for doing little things. I think it was, like, eight bucks if I mowed the yard or something like that. It was, yeah. I don't know, whatever. They got, like, a weekly allowance. Uh, you know, I think it was a 150 a week. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It was, like, 15 bucks Could you a week. imagine if it was, like, actually 150 a week? Oh, my God, it'd be amazing. Dang, it'd be amazing. Our neighbor's kid, Andrew, would probably have $6 million in the bank. Yeah, right? He's right, such think, a little investor. He is. Uh, what do you think about that? So, will you, if you and I did have a kid, you would not do the allowance? Though. Probably not, no. If we did the allowance, I want you to imagine how we did it. How would you do it? Okay. Would you give them cash or change for their piggy bank yeah. or whatever? Or would you give them credit in their bank account via their debit card? Oh, 
know. You know, I would actually do cash. And the reason being is I think you need to have a concept of like, like physically when you're younger, spend money, see how much money you get back, you know, and actually have a concept of when there's none left. Well, much like uh, earlier in the day, they were saying uh, blondes are lame. You were also apparently Gen Z said that, by the way, earlier. Uh, uh, not Gen Z, like someone that works with us, but Generation Z. Yeah. But also, you are out of touch, my dear. Oh, my God. Because apparently, I want you to imagine a six-year-old running around with a Visa gift card. What? Uh, they're talking about now you should throw out your kid's piggy bank and start putting their allowance on a debit card instead. What? Why? It teaches kids the actual money management skills they need. Money today is mostly just numbers on a screen, not cash. So it helps prepare them for that. Okay. These are the reasons why you should do it. It helps teach kids to budget because you can go through it with them. You can see the transactions that they're making. It helps them make a stronger connection between work and money. Okay. Because they'll see it imported into their bank account or Visa gift But yeah, but cash does the same thing, but okay. Finally, it gets rid of the kids possibly spending thousands of your dollars in online gaming. And here's why. When they actually go online with their Visa gift card or debit card and they're seeing their money... Kids are less inclined to spend their own money on buying Smurf berries and Smurf land for 50 bucks. Yeah. So it's going to actually help rid. So this is, these are four solid reasons why apparently now your kids, or if your kid, your parents should give you a debit card or Visa gift card for your allowance. I mean, I'm not convinced. You're not convinced by what? <laughs> you're not. I'm not convinced it. by logic. But you don't even want to give. Like, how did you buy? Didn't you have a bunch of stuff when you were a kid anyway? So you didn't get allowance, but you got a lot of merchandise. I know that you had like two horses. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> What's your point? That that you were spoiled and <laughs> oh, you probably yeah. that's what we were going. Did for. your parents ever give you cash when you needed it? Yeah. Okay, so you had an allowance. It was just an open ended bank account. No, it would. No, wasn't like I mean, yeah really. if we needed like cash for something you yeah. know but we had we did have like a list yacht. of chores yeah oh shut up yeah. we had a list of chores that we had to do and then if we would go on and said mom you know can can i get this then sometimes she would say yes and sometimes she'd say no what's an example of this uh like i don't know say it's like a sweater i wanted oh, you know okay. or something like that so it wasn't like a third car no okay <laughs> mom Spoiled. can i have this pony please mom i need a rolls and I need the driver to drive me in it because I'm seven. Exactly. There I go. I'm going to do something a little bit unique for leftovers today, Alicia. Okay. Uh, I've got three things, and I'm going to let you choose the order. Oh, sure. Yeah. A Hallmark Christmas. Okay. Drinking on United Airlines. Okay. And a butt catch. That sounds like the beginning of a bad joke, but this is three legitimate stories. Okay. Butt catch, Hallmark, drinking on a plane. All right. Here you go. Butt catch happened just last night. The San Francisco 49ers made an interception last night. This guy, uh, Kwan Williams, pinned the ball to his butt. <laughs> I swear to God. I got the video over here for you to see. Can you okay. see the screen okay? Yeah, you can see it. I want to see All that. right, check this out. Boom. Right in his butt. Oh, yeah, it totally is. Yeah. That's crazy. Actually, they're calling it not a butt catch, really, as much as a butt fumble. Uh, so actually, no, the butt fumble is the old one. The butt catch is what happens. The butt interception is what I meant to say. Apparently though, there was a call on the play. There was a a flagged, uh, for pass interference and it would have been one of the best catches ever. So it shut it down. (laughs) Butt catch. Butt catch was booty catch. Uh, okay. Now you said Hallmark. Yes. Give me the Hallmark. Another Christmas movie coming out. 
Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, Christmas at a Christmas tree farm. He's a widower architect from the big city with perfect teeth, 20-inch biceps, and a precocious five-year-old daughter who's sweet enough to give you a cavity. She's a former lingerie model who's unable to have a child of her own, who now works on her parents' Christmas tree farm. Will they meet and find love? What are you, a moron? It's Christmas at a Christmas tree farm, tonight on the Hallmark Channel. How many of you, click of six, Alicia included, how many of you want to see that movie now? Oh, I would totally watch it. It's because it's like every other Hallmark movie. Yeah, like, it's the same. Why don't you just fly to wherever they like? Where is it, Vermont and all that? Where they? Film I don't know, but they, they, I know that you can actually go check it out. Yeah, maybe go fly to Hallmark Town. But if you do, take United Airlines. They have actually decided to restart the uh, insane. I didn't know that they had stopped because I haven't flown United. Flown United. Uh, they decided to restart its in-flight sale of hard liquor now. Well, finally, it's about time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Morgan. Welcome aboard flight Mad Dog 2020. We at United Airlines realize there have been an overwhelming number of physical altercations between passengers and flight crews over the past year, many of them due to drunk passengers getting out of hand. So with that in mind, we are going to resume the sale of hard liquor. It's obvious that someone at corporate wasn't thinking when they made that decision, but hey, here we go. I'm sure the flight crew is happy about it too. So drink up, and thanks for flying the friendly, but not so friendly after you've had a few skies of United. <laughs> I, is that about right? Like, yeah, that's pretty close. Why would you start selling hard liquor with the way people have been on planes lately? Right. That was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't see any logic as to why you would actually do that. Why would you why actually... You would, why you would start selling hard yeah, liquor? why are you doing that? That's a terrible idea. You don't want to sell hard liquor so people get more drunk and more ass-like. This is true. But some people are happier when they're really drunk. That's the other point That's to true. it. That's true. Maybe more hugging and crying on United yeah. Airlines. Yeah, like I'm yeah. a very happy drunk. Like you get me really drunk. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. We were flying. Yeah, but that's the guy next to us usually. Oh, yeah. We were flying home from uh, Clearwater, Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. And uh, my old boss, BT, bought you a shot of Fireball. Well, fire, you can't give me Fireball. Don't do that before you fly. No. You were like, you were a nightmare. I actually had a panic attack on the plane. She did. She thought the plane was coming in on her. It was really weird. Oh, yeah. But it was because, like, I was so drunk before I actually got on the plane that yeah. I literally sat down and I passed out. And then I woke up and we weren't home yeah. yet. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, yeah. And then I had to put a paper bag over her head, and it was just really awkward. But I really couldn't breathe. And yeah, it was really weird. Passed out again, though, so yeah, it, it worked. worked, didn't it? You're welcome. Yeah. There you go. A little tip from Fish. All right, guys. Thanks very much for hanging out with Fish with Friends.